testing is this thing on hello 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 (laughs) i'm so excited to be here can you tell honestly i know a lot of people when they see this are gonna be excited because when i tell you i've been getting you know messages on the random for like the past two years about how i should start a podcast whenever i would upload a video people would say you should start a podcast you should start a podcast yes i do have headphones on for those that's looking on youtube i'm showing everyone my headphones because they're being kind of hidden by my hair Um, If you're listening to this on the podcast, which is housed on Anchor, um, and they distribute to other platforms like Spotify and, um, you know, all the streaming platforms, wherever you're listening to this on, know that, you know, if you want to see me, you know, see what I look like. (laughs) This is also on my YouTube channel at Nicole Hills. Um, Link should be in the description. But yeah, people been telling me that, you know, I should start a podcast. And at first I was like, yo, no, (laughs) I don't know why I was so scared of it. I had some sort of aversion to it for some reason. But like, you know, it, it just kind of scared me. I think because of the whole, like, you know, unknown. When things are unknown to me, they kind of seem like a big iceberg at first until as I learn more information about it, I'm able to chip, chip, chip away at it. And, you know, it's not such a big thing anymore. And honestly, that's ultimately what it became. Um, my friend who, you know, is always rooting for me and was rooting for me to start this was always saying how it would be so good. Shout out to Isadora Noir. Um, yeah, she helped me, um, because, you know, she has her own podcast called A Lunar View. I hope, yes, that should be the title. If not, it's going to be in the description where you can go and follow it. I know she talks about, you know, astrology things so also if you want to get your birth chart read you know feel free to hit her up for that but yeah I learned and now we're here so for those of y'all who you know may not know me just got intrigued you saw my video you saw the thumbnail you was like oh who was that you know what is she gonna talk about her hair looks amazing I want to see what she has to say <laughs> um yeah I am Nicole Hills who is that a podcaster apparently <laughs> I am also an overall um, black girl, <laughs> spiritualist, healer, um, who and content creator who pretty much specializes in not only just healing, but inner child healing. I believe that it is my firm belief that everything that we may have a problem with ourselves today with the way that we communicate, the way that we handle conflict, you know, the way that we may deal with confrontation, every aspect, excuse me, of our life goes back to a point in childhood. And so that's where healing really 
I believe should start looking at your childhood or also looking at yourself now, but ultimately using your present wounds to get back to childhood because child, like I said, that's where it originates child. That is our own garden of Eden. (laughs) So this podcast is called the healing corner with Nicole heels. Um, I'm in my own healing corner. As you can see, I decorated for everyone um, with my beloved books and my beloved vines <laughs> and my beloved cup of tea. I really want this podcast to be just not really an escape because if you want to call it an escape, an escape to yourself, but ultimately a time to decompress. You know, that's why I upload every Sunday on Anchor, um, which, you know, you can go directly, I believe, to the app or the website and listen there. Or you can listen, um, you know, on the other streaming platforms. Um, And to get there, if you follow my Instagram, just go to the link in bio, honey. It's going to be right there. If you want YouTube, most likely it's going to be in the description. Shout out to you if you go and check the description before even having to be told. Because, child, I'm sure other YouTubers know that is a rarity with, <laughs> with subscribers. <laughs> Let me not drag people today. Anyways, only people I want to drag is parents. <laughs> But anyways, I really want this podcast to just be a place to decompress, a place to come into yourself, come to know yourself by coming to know your inner child. And at the very least, you know, come upon some knowledge, some psychology tea, a little bit of astrology tea, and some healing tea overall. So... I really want it to be a space where, you know, you put on your whites, you put on, you know, whatever you're comfortable in. You can have your hair, you know, in your bonnet, you know. Honestly, most likely I'm not going to record every episode. It's just I'm just going to record one episode a month and put it on YouTube, Um, you know, so y'all could see me. I could gain viewers and, you know, extra coins (laughs) because speaking of coins, well, we'll get into that, you know, in a little bit. But I really want you, you know, to be comfortable in your bonnet because I'm most likely going to be well, not most likely. It's a given. I'm a black girl. I'm going to be doing it in my bonnet. We do everything in our bonnets. <laughs> you know, grab your tea. Um, For me, I have raspberry mint. It's extra, extra delectable. Um, grab your tea and honey. If you're a honey girl, tea, you know, and sugar. If you're a sugar girl, if you both period. Grab your water, cucumber water, lemon water, whatever, what may have you. Um, Even child, if you want to grab your mimosa, (laughs) I am not judging at all. I actually encourage it. If you want to grab your barefoot, you know, if you want to grab, you know, your, um, your whites or your red, depending on what wine girl you are, Definitely what wine person that you are. <laughs> Feel free to. 
Um, and now since I am a concrete content creator, a lot goes into this content, a lot of energy, a lot of time, and you know, cameras ain't cheap, mics ain't cheap, headphones, you know, it's not cheap. If you want to support me, feel free to hit up my cash app. That is dollar sign N-I-C-C-C-1. Going to be in the description, um, the show notes as well. Um, If you want to, you know, make a monthly contribution, I create content on Patreon. It's a way for people to support me in general as a creator, but also... Also, you get some additional writings, some extended writings that, you know, couldn't fit on Instagram where I also create content. Um, And, you know, you can get your healing life and so can your inner child. I also create content, of course, on YouTube, but also on TikTok. I create, um, you know, I talk about healing. You can get some affirmations and all of that. And you can get me in, you know... I guess a smaller bite than on here and on YouTube. Um, also, you can follow me on Twitter. Everything is at Nicole Heels, except for Instagram, because someone is holding my handle hostage and I have to put a dot between Nicole and Heels in order to make it on Instagram. But someone who hasn't posted since 2016 is holding it hostage. You know what? I should I should report their page, right? You know, yeah. I think I I think I will. I think I'm going to report their page, honestly. <laughs> honestly, I might just pray about it cuz like I really want that handle. It would be nice if I could just say everything Nicole Hills, you feels me, but unfortunately, Sometimes life isn't fair. Only sometimes. Which, let's get into that. So, I figured this episode, this first episode, should be about why you should heal in the first place. You know, like, what's the incentive? What what should be bringing you here? You know, like, what what's the goal? What Why should I stick with this? You know? And... That reason is because your specific healing matters, you know, and I'm going to say this a lot during the video, but a lot of us need to be told things like that out loud that we specifically and individually matter, you know, that we can do things that prioritize us that we can indulge in self-care and self-love and that doesn't just look like you know bath bombs (laughs) and like eating a brownie after a long day that looks like the hard things like boundaries Mm -hmm. that looks like Having high self-esteem and confidence and an optimistic belief about yourself because we absorb a lot of energy from others that tells us that we can't for some reason. Well, not for some reason. There's always a reason, child. But yeah, we absorb a lot of like offhanded not only just comments, but like just um gestures and just energy 
you know, that tells us that we are not allowed, you know, to prioritize ourselves, to care so much about ourselves that we specify things to our life, to our being and our reality. And that's how a lot of us grow up. And I'll get into that a little later, but I want to stay on my script. (laughs) So a lot of us, I I know I should say, if if you need to pause at any point and to just take everything in, feel free to. I don't mind. I need to do the same thing a lot. If you ever get overwhelmed or overstimulated by the things that I say, you know, they're meant to provoke something within you. So if you got to pause and go cry, pause and take a few deep breaths, pause and even go journal. I am a heavy advocate for journaling. What's going on here? My vines just got tangled. I just noticed that. But yeah, anyways, if you need to do that, go and do that. Matter of fact, you know what? Let's take a tea break. Go in and sip your tea. I will edit the sound out because, you know, I have misophonia and I hate mouth sounds. But I'll insert, you know, a little sound. And anytime you hear that sound, it'll be our tea break or drink break, mimosa break. (laughs) Yo, if you're really drinking a mimosa, yo, shout out to you. You are an angel. I love you already. So let's get into it. A lot of us, unfortunately, are not happy in our lives. Yeah, I know I just dropped the mic, (laughs) but like, it's true. A lot of us are not happy. We're not satisfied, but we try to find the satisfaction in and the comfort in this space of unhappiness, of living an unhappy life. Um, and because we're unhappy and we're unsatisfied, but we don't really quite know why a lot of us feel helpless and a lot of us feel irredeemable. And that is why I want to say to um all of us, all of us listeners, you know, that that's why your specific healing matters because you deserve to know and to be told that you're not irredeemable you know that your life is not helpless in any way and that you can help yourself and the way to do that is through healing and so a lot of us feel helpless unfortunately to the life that we live and we think that we just have to make the best of it We grow up, this happens because we grow up absorbing other people's sense of reality. Those main two people being our parents. And we grow up thinking that our reality or no, not that our reality, but reality in general has to be like daunting. It has to be depressive. It has to be hard and rough and unfair all the time. You know, sometimes it is because we share a planet with like billions of people. So like one, one, at least one of of those billion, you know, is going to like make life inconvenience for us, (laughs) inconvenience for us in some way. But 
we think that life has to overall be unfair and unsatisfying. And, you know, we get a sense of what reality is from our parents and they get it from society. And if your parents haven't really poked around in their own beliefs, in their own um, opinions, you know, and really defining life for themselves if they've just been going on along with like society's idea of what's right and wrong and reality, then they're essentially just mirroring society's wants and needs to be, you know, to thrive in the way that it has been back to us. So we're literally living in not only someone else's reality, but like billions of other people, other people's reality, you know, and that one person that is missing is you and your core self. You know, you have to take the time to poke around in who you are so that you can take who you are, take the Digimon, (laughs) take the Pokemon. Yeah, I threw it back with Digimon. Take, you know, um, the Archie's Weird Mysteries. I used to watch that growing up and read the comments. Comics, shout out to you if you did too. Take, you know, the 106 and Pork. Take, um, you know, the (laughs) even VeggieTales. (laughs) Take Barney. Take um, the Teletubbies. Take Goosebumps. You know, take Amelia Bedelia. Oh my gosh, I am really throwing it back, back. Take, you know, all those books that you used to read, all those games, Tag, Freeze Tag, Bulldog, all of those experiences that you had as a child that helped to shape you. And take all of them, grab them, and disperse them in your reality that you have now. Because if you had an experience with someone, you know, humiliating you, society thrives on humiliation and shame in order to control people. So if you've had a lot of experiences in childhood where you were humiliated and shamed by people close to you, Odds are you're not going to like that, you know, but a lot of us become numb and we become really disconnected from ourselves and we just follow society. And so you end up being numb and living in other people's reality, shaming other people and humiliating other people just because everyone else is doing it. You're going against your own grain, Use that as an example of taking from your experiences you had as a child to where shame and humiliation was really traumatic for you. And then put it into your current self right now to where, number one, you vow to not humiliate people other people because like you know how it is you open yourself up to feeling that wound and and so that you can have empathy for others and not just be so numb that you just go around you know humiliating people in the shade room comments and all of that child and 
um, you know, make a vow to have empathy for others and minimize humiliation and shame and embarrassment and the things that lead to that in the best way that you can, you know, living your truth so that you can create your reality. And how can we live in our truths? Yep, you guessed it, healing, honey. But your specific healing so that you can figure out how to specifically build it for yourself. How to specifically make it for yourself. What is your own recipe? You know, because that that's the only thing. Like, you are your own cookbook. And you got to poke around in your past. Of course, you know, what you can remember right now. Because sometimes, you know, a lot of us, our minds, in order to protect us, um, may um, block things out. And, you know, we dissociate. We may be prone to dissociation and um, as children because we went through trauma. And I want to specifically name trauma because even though, and I say this in another episode that I recorded, and I'm really proud of it. Um, I'm not going to say the title right now. You'll just know when it comes out. Um, but we... Um, We try a lot of the time, we try to rationalize things with our current mind and through society's, you know, lens, you know, and and uh, the hive mind of society. So, because society, you know, never allows children to be children, always wants everyone to be older, always wants to solve with reason and logic, um, that is devoid of empathy and feelings. We don't allow children to be children. We don't allow children to be their natural emotional selves. And because of that, we don't allow us to be our own emotional selves, which I'll get into a little later. But we don't allow children to be emotional. Children, when we are children, we are physically smaller. We have less motor skills. (laughs) And we have less of a knowing You know, like, yeah, you can learn from children. We all know that. But we have less of a knowing, less of socialization into this society. And so, um, where was I going with that? I know where I was going with that, but I just caught a blank real quick. We go through trauma as children. And that trauma can be someone bending down and yelling in our face. You know, that trauma can be even what we may perceive and deem slight humiliation and embarrassment. Because, like, think about it. Really think about it. We're a child. We have not gone through those things before. You know, like, we are so open and vulnerable you know, and and pure that we don't even really know confidence yet. We are just being ourselves. So because of we don't know confidence yet, as above, so below, we don't know shame yet. And so that's why in childhood we have such harsh, shameful wounds. That's how wounds get created because 
we encounter something that really truly scares us and causes us to fragment ourselves in shame and hide it so that no one else sees it because we perceive we're not being accepted by our peers by our families and by our parents the people who we look up to the most and caretakers of course to make it you know all inclusive and so yeah you can confidently say that you went through trauma as a child because back then that's what it registered as you went through something so traumatic that it left such a mark that now in your present day life, you cannot take people yelling in your face. It created such a wound. Like, think about it. It created such a wound that has stayed with you for years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. If you paused it or, you know, you just started talking to me and being like, yo, because blah, blah, blah period all of what you saying right now period round it off you my co-host now (laughs) we're all co-hosts like period you as a child you made um what is that word honest mistakes but they were treated as if you were doing them for spite you know and so you may have created a per or um or absorbed a perception of yourself that you don't even fuck with. You know, but you adopted it and now it's a part of your reality to get back to the point. You know, like we don't truly know the gunk and the garbage that we have absorbed throughout the years until we go poking around. Until we go poking around in our beliefs, confronting our beliefs, confronting our opinions about things and why we have those opinions and confronting our opinions about violence against others, confronting our opinions about, um, you know, child discipline, confronting our opinions um, ultimately about ourselves And what we learned about ourselves when we were deemed bad, quote unquote, when we were deemed stubborn, when we were deemed just a villain, when we were villainized and demonized by other people for, you know, making certain mistakes on purpose. You know, a lot of us, that's where a lot of our low self-esteem starts, You know, I had to be roughed up. I had to be treated like this. The ends justified the means because it got me in shape. Who said that you were out of shape in the first place? Who's to say that you weren't just an innocent child making mistakes? Who's to say you you weren't clumsy a lot because you ain't have the motor skills to hold a cup? And that's why you always spill things, not out of spite, but because of pure physiological stuff, (laughs) you know, confronting beliefs like that because it goes that deep. It does. It does. So 
<sighs> we grow up thinking all these things about ourselves and our life. And we just think that we have to live with it. We think that we have to live it. We think that we have to live other people's reality and that this is just the way that things are. And it's not. You having this belief just allows people to, who make life that way, who make life hard for others, you know, who make life inconvenient for others to whether it's like on on a daily basis or you know they're the president of the united states you know like you know they're in charge in some way that just allows those people to make life that way so that they stay powerful and so that they can stay comfortable and so that they don't have to do any work to change And when you do your own work to change, you realize how much BS that is. And you also realize that you don't have to wait for these people to change your reality for you. And I'm going to get into this later, but healing is autonomy. Yup, healing is liberation. It's self-advocacy. And it's changing your own victim mindset that we're all prone to because of that helplessness that I mentioned earlier. So, woo, 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 child, child, child. Like, I be saying stuff, but like, even in, like, when I'm saying it, I be like, woo, child, this is hot. (laughs) So, I'm here to tell you out loud that you don't have to keep absorbing other people's perceptions of reality and that we don't have to allow those perceptions that we've absorbed in the past or as as well as in the present to stay. Like I said, we can take out that garbage. We can uproot those weeds. Get that crabgrass out of here, honey. Get it out, you know, get them weasels out get them remove the raccoons all of that (laughs) so that we can just have a um a bountiful garden honey so we need to know that we can curate our own sense of reality so that we actually can like our life because like you're entitled to that i'm here to tell you that you're entitled to wanting to like your life like you don't have to be so unsatisfied that you just dislike your life and think that this is just the way that it has to be because life is not fair and it's gonna spit you out blah 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 you know you can like your life and you can curate it you can fill it with the digimon pokemon amelia bedelia all of that You can, and you're not naive for thinking so and doing so. You're not a child or you're not the negative connotation with calling someone a child. You're not immature, you know? It's not immature to think that you should be able to like your life and that, you know, you don't have to work until you die. And then because you're so unsatisfied, turn up every few so weekends (laughs) and do the same old, same old, wear the same old, same old 
hang out with the same old same old people that you knew from like middle school who you know you got a question every time they say something um to you because they be talking sideways out your out their mouth but you don't really want to you know address that because then you ain't gonna have no friends your life don't gotta be like that it doesn't it does not (laughs) and to be able to get that out of your life that requires healing you got to poke around and say, ask yourself questions of why you keep these people around. And even ask yourself even further questions. What do you find fun, genuinely fun, in order to curate your own reality? Because I know, like, the club can be fun, but, like, child, every time you do something that isn't work, it's the club. You got to do something else. If you want to hike go on a hike if you wanna (laughs) if you want a burger go eat a burger you know like if you want to try tofu go try that tofu if you wanna do wine tasting you know go do it if you wanna go roller skating do it do these things that other people would consider weird and find the people who don't consider it weird or who know it's weird but like are like you know, firm in their weirdness that they don't care. <laughs> don't let other people discourage you and be like, no, that's weird. I don't want to do that. Fine. Go by yourself. Remain safe. You know, go to day things, you know, make sure if you need something on you that you got it on you, but <laughs> go alone and find people. I know it sounds scary for my introverts out there, but like, you never know. Find someone else who looks introverted. Start up a conversation. Y'all both nervous. What you got to lose? (laughs) You know, ask those questions for yourself. What do I find joyful? Genuinely. And also, as you ask those questions, you'll also be confronted with how do you put other people's opinions over your own? In what ways do you not trust yourself to curate your own life and figure out what you find fun so that you don't have to follow behind everyone else because who wants to be you know the same type of baddie you deserve to be your own type of baddie you deserve to be your own you know type of hot nigga you know you deserve oatmeal if you want to eat oatmeal you deserve them brussels sprouts if brussels sprouts are your thing if you know tuna fish is your thing meatloaf all of all of that if it's your thing you deserve to have it because like who cares about what other people are gonna say they don't live your life they're not in bed with you after like a boring day And you're just like, yo, is this how life is supposed to be? And you're asking yourself all of these existential questions. They're not there with you. You are. And you're asking those questions for a reason. You want to know more. It's your soul urging you that you need more. And ultimately, if you've been guided to this podcast, your inner child can lead you to more. You just got to go poke around. <laughs> so, yes, I'm here to tell you that you can go poking around, that you can help yourself, and that 
you can curate your life to where, you know, you don't got to side eye the people that you with. I'm here to tell you that you don't have to be around people that you don't like. And you would, listen, when you go poking around asking yourself questions, you would be surprised at the beliefs that you have. And by uh, um, poking around in your beliefs, you can see that they mirror society. So like, bro, I was so just confused, but also shocked when I told myself that. That I don't have to be around people that I don't like. And I shouldn't have to. And I'm not immature for that. I'm not immature by not wanting my life to be miserable. You know, I'm not immature by not wanting my life to be complicated. And like go through unnecessary chaos. You know? And that's what we grow up with believing. That our life has to be, like, has to be these different things has to be these different inconveniences these different things that disconnect us from our own preferences or else you're immature in some way like hello what like a lot of people you would be so surprised bro you would be so where did I get this bro from I did not (laughs) I have not been saying bro (laughs) at all I don't know child But you'll be so surprised how much people influence us because they are unhappy with their own life. And if they see you curating your life, prioritizing yourself and your preferences, they will get mad because it's like, I've been enduring all of this. Why do they think they can just not endure what I endure? And honestly, you know, that's their own baggage. (laughs) You don't got to, you know, fight with them. You don't got to duel with them over that. You don't got to, like, prove yourself to them. All you really got to do is remove yourself. (laughs) Child, listen, take it. Take it from an Aquarius placement and a Capricorn placement. (laughs) Like, this connection. Skirt, like... That's my main thing. Like when two plus two don't make four, I subtract myself. (laughs) And you can too. Period. So. We got to heal. And how do we heal? How do we heal? We got to realize and acknowledge that we are actually uncomfortable in the mess and the garbage and the gunk and the boogers and I'm sorry you know what let me not let me not (laughs) I can hear my mom right now I would always say things like that like call my sister like a booger or something or a doo-doo she'll be like Nicole (laughs) I can hear y'all I just don't want y'all I just stopped because like y'all may be eating and you know drinking drinking some green some green concoction a green smoothie and I don't want you to lose your appetite so I'm a I'm a chill but we gotta Notice that we are actually uncomfortable in the mess that is our life and acknowledge our urge, our soul's urge to clean it up because it's your life and it doesn't deserve to be messy or filled with other people's energy. You know, we need to know that you and your needs and your emotions deserve to be heard 
and prioritized. Because a lot of us in childhood, we think that we have to deprioritize ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yep, our needs and our emotions for the good of the group that is our family. And we then are socialized. You know, it's it's not part of the social rules to just start crying and ruining the mood. If you're emotional, you just got to zip everything up for the good of wherever you are. Get into it, you know, like society mirroring itself, literally, in a lot of our parents' parenting. And so that's ultimately what healing is, like having that belief that you deserve it, that you deserve to be prioritized and taken seriously. And your emotions, which are a big core part of ourselves, deserve to be even acknowledged, let alone prioritized. We don't have to be an emotional martyr. We don't have to make emotional sacrifices for the good of other people. And when we heal, we got to confront who told us that. And we have to confront how we tell ourselves that on a daily basis. Yep. Let's get into it. Let's get into it, honey. So that's what healing is. Separating yourself, knowing that you deserve to be the version of you that you actually would like. You deserve to be Digimon, honey. You deserve to be Goosebumps. And you deserve to disconnect from what other people want for you. Because it don't matter. We learn to be enmeshed with that. And that it's, you know, acceptable and respectful. Mm-hmm. Respectful to be enmeshed with that. And that we, that's how we show love. By d- being enmeshed with that. But I'm here to tell you that we don't need to do that. We are not less loving for prioritizing ourselves and having a high self-esteem because we curated ourselves and our lives the way that we wanted it and not and shut out all the noise from other people and how they wanted us to be. Because like, ultimately, you got to ask yourself, do you want to live someone else's life or do you want to live your own Yep. And some of us ask those questions early (laughs) and become healers, uh, starting a podcast. (laughs) So that's what healing is. It is awareness. It's independence and it's self-advocacy. It's realizing that you are the only one that can save yourself. And that's why you shouldn't listen to other people and what they want for you. Because they're not there with you when you feel this emptiness in your stomach. And you can't just, you just can't pinpoint what it is. And it depresses you. You can't, they're not there. They cannot save you. Literally no one else can save you. That's why your specific healing matters. And that's why you have to do it. Talking to all my codependents out there. My heart is open for you, honey. (laughs) I know how it is, child. As a survivor myself, because I saved myself, I realized couldn't nobody save me but me. And that gives you great confidence. 
to be able to know like as you go on your journey as you heal yourself that creates confidence and power within your gut and your core in that solar plexus to help you keep trudging on and know that you can continue to heal and heal these bigger and bigger things when the boulders get bigger you can knock them down with the tools that you acquired along the journey healing is not making a home in someone else's mansion you know you deserve your own mansion because look at it like this in a mansion even if you have your own room there are other rooms that are clean to someone else's preference that is decorated to someone else's preference and liking and in other in some rooms or maybe in all the rooms you feel like you got to move different in them like you got to walk on eggshells in them in some way that you got to dress up when you walk in that room that you have to dress up as someone that's not you you got to take off your whites take off your jammies that you got on take off your bonnet in order to um safely be in that room And a lot of us know how that's like because, you know, we're people of color living in a white supremacist world, child. But I'm here to say that look at your own room. Look at the energy that you put in it. Look at the figurines that are in it. All of your childhood memories, your energy, that's like a perfume that your own stench, (laughs) you know, it's all up in there. You deserve to have that home that you created go everywhere with you, not just be in that one compartment, not just be compartmentalized in your life. You deserve to know that you can keep that on, not as a backpack that you take off before you go into the real world and reality, but you deserve to make that your reality and that to be your second skin. You know, you deserve to have a a home that is decorated, cleaned, scrubbed up and down, top to bottom to your satisfaction and liking. And you deserve to invite people who make you feel safe to open up into that home, into your own mansion. You deserve to have that room expanded to its own mansion. Yes. Yes. And so you deserve to feel heard. You des- you need to cry. You get to cry because our emotions are us. If we can't cry, we can't express our pain. We can't express ourselves because that's part of us. It's part of life. Our wounds are part of us. We can heal them. But like, they're on our journey. They make us the person that we are today. You know? And you don't have to be a victim to your wounds. You don't have to be a victim to life. You don't. You don't. And I know someone is wondering like, yo, how does she just know? How does she hit so hard? Because I know I've gone through it. And I've gone through enough to know that we have these underlying beliefs that 
well in general and about life and about our reality where we need somebody to tell us that this does not have to be true and in fact it's not yeah yeah so that's why it hits because i be knowing about what's under that surface honey you just need to know this is why healing matters this is why your specific healing matters because you need to know that you deserve like period you need to know that you matter because that's why a lot of us don't heal that's why a lot of us don't take that action in in curating our own reality and changing our lives because deep down and this makes me really sad we have learned unfortunately that you know we don't matter when it comes to other people and their emotions we you know um submit in a way that deprioritizes ourselves and um prioritizes other people and their emotions and we learned that unfortunately from our parents which i'll get into in the next episode you know what let me make a pin how do we learn to deprioritize ourselves and our feelings and our emotions and our wants and our needs and go further into it by you know looking at some parenting styles child or just like a general parenting style that i see in a lot of parents who feel justified but yeah we're let's end the episode here by me just letting you know telling you that you matter and that's why your healing matters because you matter and if no one else told you today no one else told you in your life said it out loud to you i'm telling you right now that you matter so Thank you so much for listening. Oh, first episode. Ow, period. (laughs) Thank you for taking a gander into my healing community. I know you're going to stay. I'm not even going to say I hope you stay. I know you're going to stay. If you want to support me, follow me. Repost my content if it resonates with you, if it hits with you. You know, recommend this episode, recommend this podcast, and help me grow my healing community so I can spread the healing, spread the love, and ultimately spread the change, you know? So I want to thank y'all again, and I will see y'all on the internet in, on some form, on some platform. So Until then and until next time, bye.